I was like, oh, I could do fitness in California. And kind of everyone told me there's too much uh, saturation in fitness in California. You're going to fail. Don't do it. A lot of discouragement. And so I think listening to outside voices and people that are negative about what you want to do for your dreams, you just shouldn't listen. Say something about my look. <laughs> you fucker. It's, uh, I mean, I'm crusty crust. I've got a, we're on a farm I've today. I've got a tie dye of, <laughs> of different spices and vegetables and sauces on my sweatshirt. It's, uh, that will be eventually a fashion trend. It is. It's glorious. I've got a tie dye of, of, of things. I've got a cornucopia of flavors on my sweatshirt. And Lindsay is a Huck Finn right now. <laughs> She's like, dis- I'm Huck she's Finn disco with an a- Huck Finn. I'm Huck Finn with an attitude. Yes, Huck Finn with a And with a vagina. A little bit of Prince, a little bit of Huck Finn. I just felt like wearing overalls and then I didn't have, none of my t-shirts were clean. So and I was like, a, here we go. It's hard to get a top for un- overalls. It's very hard. That's why I don't ever wear them. Because I don't know what kind of top. I'm like, I'm not going to wear a crop top. Or just don't wear a top. Just make the straps go over your nipples. Just straight over my nips. <laughs> And then like I'd have a hair can like you, popping out the side. I can imagine me like trying to be sexy for my husband and like putting on my overalls that I probably wore all week with the kids spit up all over him. And then like at the end of the week, just like having no shirt under it. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, mama's ready. Like, this is the way I am sexy. I bought, uh, I remember before I moved in with Justin, I had a girlfriend, Catherine, one mm-hmm. of my favorites. And she was like, you know, you have to buy like sexy sleepwear. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so true. Cause I wear like my, a dare t-shirt from 1991. <laughs> and Justin's basketball shorts. No, before we oh, started before. dating when oh. I was going to move in. Mm. So I had like, the, I just have nasty pajama clothes, which is an interesting thing, but whatever. So I was like, oh, she's so right. So I went to like Victoria's Secret at the time. And I was like, oh no. And didn't find anything. I was like, this is too much. So I went to Gap. What, you didn't like the pom-poms coming off of the tassels on your underwear? I know, like scratching my asshole. (laughs) And so I went to, I was like, I'll go to Gap. So I went to Gap and I bought this like little nighty thing. What did Justin Justin call it? He called it. Was it long or short? It was a a one piece. So it was like Mm -hmm. a strappy cami, but like it was connected to shorts. Connected. It was like, I thought it was fine. I was like, oh, this is cute. Like I'm being thoughtful about my, he like, he thinks that I have it all together. Oh. Because I have like, <laughs> I'm thoughtful about my nightwear and I'm thoughtful about my daywear. This like, is a bait and switch situation. It, 100%. <laughs> but it wasn't even a bait and switch because he's like, oh, I like this little, what do you call it? Jersey. He called it a, like a jersey because it like hang down too low. And then he called it like diaper. I was like, oh, this like did not work. And I was trying so hard to be like sexy. I try. I remember in college. Oh yeah. With like before my long-term boyfriend, like specifically like on a Friday after classes going like downtown, like 
to wherever the shopping was and getting new underwear for the activities I would be doing yeah. over the weekend. Cause I'm like, I can't be in the same underwear. Well, you know what I mean? That's when I had like a hundred pairs of underwear. Hundreds. I would get, I would get the five for 25 of yep. Victoria's Secret probably every Friday. Yeah. My mom's like, what's this charge? And I'm like, Whoa. shit, that was on your parents' card. Of course. Everything was on that card. And I didn't understand, literally full disclosure, I'm going to sound like such a little C-U-N-T. I didn't understand the credit card thing. Mm. My parents never taught me literally I didn't understand it. So like mm. every, every weekend I'd like charge dinners, whatever. My mom's like, what the, f what is going on? Well, did you understand when they said something to you? Yeah. But then I was like, hmm. mm. totally. <laughs> I had this weird thing with just, I, I had like resentment over the fact that like my parents had resentment around money. Mm. So I would like was resentful that they were resentful yeah. about it. So I was just like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. So ungrateful in that way. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got hip to it when I had to pay my own bills. Yeah. And I felt really bad. Mm -hmm. I actually paid back like a few months of credit card because I was just like felt, I felt like it was karma. I was like, I really have to like pay back this debt. Oh, to them or? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did they pay it off for you or what was? Yeah, it was like, it wasn't, I never paid it during it, but then I went back and I like the last few months of school after I graduated, uh, I was like, I feel really, cause like reality hit. And I was like, oh wow, that was actually really shitty. Of me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, everyone's like situation was like so different. I had to, I prefer everything myself, except for my housing, my parents paid for. Mm. But whatever, I was living in fucking, it was Ohio. Mm -hmm. Like everything was 40 cents. But I mean, we're lucky cause we had our colleges. 100%. You get taken care of in that way. 100%. I mean, so lucky. But people have college debt, like fucking shout no. out to you. I was talking to my um, one of my best friends from high school and she's working two jobs now. And two, like she's a nurse. To work two jobs as a nurse is like nope. the most incredible. Like I've never, I can't even fathom that. Should be my, illegal. It's illegal. Because she's like, she I'm needs drowning. To be rested. She needs to feel yeah. good. She needs to feel centered. She's drowning in student debt. See, that's Student the thing debt. right now. It's like, so average wages haven't increased, but the amount of college, the price of college is, my dad's college was 5,000 a semester. Mm. So, you know, back then it's a long time ago, but if you think about now, it's like, or not, it was 5,000 for the year, maybe 2,500 a semester. Now like wow. USC is like $35,000. At least, yeah. It's like, crazy. BC was, was very expensive. 50. 50K a year. So 25 a semester or something? So semesters are two years. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be, mm -hmm. yeah, that makes sense. So then it's, yeah. Cause I was like, I don't think okay. it's, and that's just it, the fact that now they understand it as a business and, you know, everything like that is just such bull crap. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I loved my college experience, but I've said it before. Mm, didn't need to go there. Totally same. So I'm, I'm going to like let my kids figure it out, but I also won't be pushing them necessarily mm -hmm. like, hey, apply to Ivy Lakes, say, hey, do watch, all the, the, watch YouTube. All you have to do is be passionate and apply yourself and you're going to get, like you're going to get out what you put in in college. And I definitely did not put in what I should have, <laughs> to be completely know, honest. That's because it was good. Yes, yes. I think that's part of it. I think it's like this urgency isn't there. Yeah. 
where it's like this. Yeah. And also too, it was like, oh yeah, you know, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. And it was like, everyone kept telling me I'll figure it out, which like, yeah, I did eight years later mm-hmm. now that I'm 30. But like, no, there was no urgency for me to like figure out what I wanted to do after college. So it's like, I didn't have a purpose through college, yeah. you know, to to find something that I was going to do after, I guess. Well, we're just- I mean, the a, expectations were so low for me. It was like, just get a job, please, God. In a in a way, like we're brainwashed at a very young age that college is going to guarantee that we're going to find yes. what we want to do, who we want to be. Yes. And actually, I mean, I won't speak for everyone, but I know for us at least, like it was a time when I like kind of lost myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you're kind of in a bubble. So then you feel safe enough to drink too much, to get into fucked up relationships, to have like a bad relationship with your body. Like it's safe enough where you can do that. But like, you know, there, the focus is on the education where the focus should be on self care Mm -hmm. and like more of like the spiritual body and the mental body rather, you know, I don't know. And the physical body. It's really interesting. Yeah. But it's, it's also too, it's like, yeah, like living on your own, you know, like freedom. It's like, but we're not. Yeah. Like we are, but we're not. Yeah, exactly. And too, like, what does freedom mean? You know what I mean? Like freedom means getting wasted and like, mm-hmm. like, it's not like I was so like, my parents were so strict. I mean, I, obviously they didn't want me to drink. My curfew was 11, you know, da, 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 da. But it's like, why was it so like freedom means wearing uh, togas and drinking in a frat? Like, no. You know what I freedom mean? Freedom is- Going upside down and doing a keg stance. Freedom is getting high and watching Jeopardy with your boyfriend's roommate. (laughs) 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 Like actually, you know, like freedom means having frozen yogurt all the time at the Mm -hmm. food court whenever I wanted. That's actually what it meant to me. Yeah, I, I also think too that people drink excessively now and party excessively now in their thirties and whatever I see. I saw it a lot more in New York, but like, I think it's now because what it reminds them of is that time of where they felt like they were free and didn't have responsibilities. So they kind of go back home by drinking. They're like, this is where I feel like, because their lives are so um, serious and by the books and they have suits on and all of that. I mean, I have tons of friends who are like in finance and I'm like, Hey, how was your weekend? They're like, I don't remember, but I think it was good. I feel like shit today. You know, it's like, what essentially gives them something to do. Like sometimes it's like, I always remember like being hungover gave you something to do Mm. because you had to like nurse yourself back to health. You're like, Oh, I can't like go to yoga or like better myself. However, in whatever way that is, or like give back because I'm in bed all day, you know, I feel sick or I feel like, well, it's funny how like, uh, and now that we have the podcast too, I have like friends who reach out and they're just like, I want this. Like I, I see myself doing this and I want this. And it's like, I'm not a therapist and I'm not a doctor and I'm not licensed anything, but you know, what they're doing in their every day is not aligning to what they're telling me they want. And like more specifically recently, I had a friend talk about another friend who wants to have a baby and she's still drinking and going out and partying and like stressing about like stupid bullshit. And she's wondering why her body, listen, everyone has many reasons why they can't get pregnant. So this is me just 
kind of blanketing, you know, the experience, but it's more like you to give yourself the best chance to get pregnant. Like, how do you expect just the temple to be ready if it's full of poison and hundred percent. I mean, that's like been my whole fucking life. Like people just being like, I want X, Y, and Z. And literally actually you don't. Mm-hmm. And I've literally said that since I was four fucking teen is people being like, Oh, I want this. Or I want that. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Like, especially as I would like change and evolve, like people would say like, Oh, I wish I could travel. And this is, you know, not, this is my experience, whatever. It's everyone's different. And if people, like, Oh, I wish I could travel as much as you. And it'd be like, no, you don't. Cause you wouldn't like, I don't, I didn't drink. Like I basically stopped drinking mm-hmm. in Chicago so that I could travel more, you know, like I'm like, no, you don't. Cause you're not going to like not drink or no, you don't. Cause you're not going to not travel or you're not going to not shop or you're not going to, mm-hmm. you know, spend money on like dumbass shit. And like people would say, you know, oh, I wish like, even with like Justin, it's like, I wish I could have a relationship with, with like you, which everyone is different, you know, whatever. But it's like, oh, then you wouldn't like, for eight months, Justin and I only texted. Like we, I literally went for it so hard and like risked everything. It's like, well, then you wouldn't because you're not going to risk everything to like make yourself uncomfortable, make yourself Mm -hmm. like worried. Like I was like worried sick though. A lot of the time we were talking because I'm like, if this is cohabit or not. And then with almost 30, it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, are you willing to like put everything on the line and like share everything with that whole world? Like probably not. And like work seven days a week. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Probably not. Preach. Preach. Hey y'all, I'm going full time, full time, full time. Full time, full time, full time. By this point, it'll be next week. No. Oh, next week. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Cause are you going to Vegas? Nope. Oh no. I said no. No. I wanted you to. Cause why? I don't know. They wanted, so they wanted me to help like train and look after the new instructors in Vegas, which is really exciting. If you go to Vegas, go to SoulCycle. It is incredible. The studio is gnarly. I heard it's, isn't it a disco ball or something? Oh no, that is, no. There's no disco Disco balls on like Upper East Side. This is like full on, like you walk in and like the walls are a screen. Like it's crazy. It's like an experience. It's cool. Yeah, I said no. Cause why would I like invest time in yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I don't like Vegas. Dude. Armpit. Justin keeps saying, he's like, let's <laughs> just spend two days in Vegas. Why? Literally why. He's like, I want to like gamble. I want to like whatever. I'm like, sure. Do you? I'm like, okay. He likes the sports gamble because it's Totally, like, yeah. Whatever, but. My brother will sit. He doesn't go to Vegas often, but when he does, I, I love him because he's totally sober. Doesn't drink when he love. plays poker. He plays poker for like 10 hours. I'm like, okay, it's crazy. Dude, I think of like- How do you do it? Dude, I know. But meditation is his new superpower when he when he plays poker. Who, Dylan? <laughs> yeah, Dylan, the, the TM. Oh, training. yes. Mm-hmm. He loves it. No way. I know. So happy. Has he been doing it? Mm-hmm. Every day. Because he lives a block from the ocean. So he goes down there. Dude, has that changing his life? Mm-hmm. He sounds really different. Really? My mom even said it. Yeah. So good. Dude, that's the thing. Yo, that's the thing. My sister too. Like she has pretty bad anxiety, mm. whatever. And I'm like, dude, you got mm-hmm. Like, oh, do you want to change? The hardest part is starting. Yeah, it is. And every, 
Dude. And also too, like, yo, not everything in life is going to be easy for you to like get a benefit. Everyone's like, it's hard. I can't do it. Well, it's like, well, then you don't really want to clear your mind, change your, rewire your brain, change your thoughts, make yourself more calm, make yourself more happy. Like you don't. It's also not excruciating. So just literally if sitting by yourself for five minutes and you think is hard. Hey, I've been there. So I know how you feel, but you know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm proud of him. Anyway, shall we? Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Today on the podcast, we have our sisters from another better body. I know, literally. (laughs) Sisters from a gorgeous mister. (laughs) Uh, We have Karina and Katrina of Tone It Up, the fitness empire. Empire, straight up. It's been around for 10 years. They started from the ground up, yep. um, kind of found each other just working in the fitness industry as trainers and really like very similar to Krista and I's story where it was just magnetic. You just knew from the get-go that, you know, they knew that they were going to create something um, extraordinary and different and they did. And think about it, 10 years ago, this stuff was not happening. Dude, they're doing, they're, I was just crazy to, to talk to them and realize, I know they've been around for so long. I remember them from Bravo, mm-hmm. but like to know that it's been 10 years in the making, like they did, they did community before community was cool. They did community before Instagram. They did community before Facebook. They did women supporting women before it, mm-hmm. it felt like what seems to be a movement that's happening now. And they just are pioneers and they've yeah. worked so hard to create this brand that truly practices what they preach and supports women getting better, feeling better, feeling better mm-hmm. in their bodies, feeling more confident. And I just like, am so proud of them and I adore them. Like I yeah. thought they were so sweet. Like, and it just, you know, those situations too make you feel so good to know that the women of the Tone It Up community, the TIU babes who are incredible and awesome and stand for everything that we stand for, have them to look up to Mm -hmm. and can know, you know, when they meet them and everything like that. And I'm sure that they know how amazing they are, but it feels good that they actually are as amazing as they think that they are. You know what I mean? Like they are the real deal. So when these people are looking up to them, it's like, no, that's, that's true. And like everything that you think about them is absolutely on point. Yeah. And they're so, um, visible in a way that like, yeah, I think when you, I mean, they are big, their community is huge. Like I can't even fathom it. So the fact that they are just so open and willing, especially recently, um, Katrina having her daughter, Isabel has been so open and honest about like her pregnancy journey. Um, her body has changed and she's like now, you know, empowering women, new mothers that like your body is amazing. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that she posted, you know, a photo of her body post-pregnancy and she's like, I actually love my body now. Mm -hmm. Like I, she's like, I've always like, I've loved my body, you know, for working out and and having results, but she's like, but think about it. Like you should love your body that you just gave birth to a human being. I mean, um, and I just love that they're, I love that they're so different too. Mm. You know, it was like they're just very different people and they work together so well and have so much respect for each other. And, um, you know, we experience that in our partnership, but I don't think that's so common. So I just love to see that. 
and we love them. Yeah. And I love that, you know, they have like the tone it up on your story hashtag. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that Karina had an amazing speech about her experience through anxiety and Mm -hmm. depression and everything like that. And I think that was super powerful and Mm -hmm. it's so timely. And um, I'm sure that everyone in the community, as well as myself, is really grateful that she shared her story. So feels really good too, that we're the first podcast that they've been on. I know. Like, I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe it. And the favorite. Obviously. They give us so many gifts. So many. We walked away. I love my beach bag. Oh, I love it. Justin uses it too. I love it. Love <laughs> use the beach it for bag. everything. What else do you use it for? Everything. Everything. Bring your lunch to work. I, I know. I always bring my <laughs> lunch and something. Um, and also for our community, you can get 20% off on toneitup.com using the code Yo. almost 30. Hello. The protein. It's so good. I'm not going to say anything more. Protein's bomb. It's real good. Um, Okay, enjoy this episode. We love you so much. Um, If you haven't already, rate and review on iTunes. Tell your friends to to subscribe. During the month of December this month, we are going to be encouraging all of you to gift episodes to friends and family. Um, You know, whether it's starting, you know, an important conversation within your group of friends or family, um, or you know, someone might be going through a breakup or a loss, you can subscribe um, an episode that will hopefully um, help them to get through it. So check that out on Instagram. Um, What else? Our podcast, yourpodcastpro.com. There are a few more weeks to go before we close signups. We'd Mm -hmm. love to have you join. We have a really amazing group thus far. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going awesome. And mm -hmm. I talked to someone today, you know, that even was like, yeah, I want to start a podcast, but I'm nervous. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know what to do. Well, we're here to help you get through that. And we're here to help you spread your message, spread your story. And I think before in, you know, a little bit of time, I think everyone will have a podcast, mm-hmm. much like everyone has a blog, much like everyone has a website. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really way a great way for you to connect with others, share their story, get your voice heard, get your brand's voice heard, everything like that. So your podcast pro is the best resource for everything you need related to podcasting and making it a business. Amen, sister. Amen. All right. We'll see you on the other side. Enjoy this one. Well, we're so lucky. We're in the gorgeous Manhattan Beach with Karina and Katrina of Tone It Up. Mm -hmm. And we were hoping you would invite us to the the Mm -hmm. offices. We're like, we'll come down. It's an expanding moment for sure. We're so lucky that you girls are here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your office and you guys have so many people on your team. It's like, you guys are doing so much. It's just very expanding. Yeah very expanding to see everyone and to see everyone so happy and everyone just like all around the same mission, you know, like, and you guys creating this space for like such a beautiful thing. And we've been lovers of your products for a long time. We've been watching you guys for a long time and so many women in our community use your guides and have seen you really, really grow. Um, so we're so excited to interview you and kind of explore, you know, your journey today, um, and talk about what's going on in the future. Yeah. And We'd love to know. I actually don't know the story. I, sometimes I purposely don't look up certain aspects of people and their relationships because I kind of want to talk about it here. But how did you guys meet? And what was for Kristen and I like just like starting a business came very soon after we met. So I'm always just kind of curious, like how that happened and how soon after. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met and a month later we started Tone It Up. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I was like, we yeah, actually came 
we, you know, we moved in together after a yeah. month too. And then when you know, you know, yeah, it clicked. <laughs> and I think that really was, helped progress what we, our mission and our um, brand is living together for the first year. I actually lived with her and her then boyfriend, mm-hmm. now husband, now husband. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, we both had a background in um, fitness, very different backgrounds. And we met here in Manhattan beach. Um, you had just moved here from Boston. I know Boston. we always tell each other stories, mm-hmm. but we'll fill it in. I know. Um, <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. And I am originally from Indiana, but I, I moved here a long, long time ago <laughs> uh, in the 90s. Where in Indiana? <laughs> uh, I was born in a small town called Peru, Indiana. Okay. I'm from uh, Ohio. Okay. So, yeah. But raised Close in by. Indianapolis. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And you're from Boston? Yeah. Cool. Oh, where? Um, so I actually grew up in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. southern New Hampshire. And and then I moved to Boston out of college, but I met my boyfriend, now husband. <laughs> I met Brian. I'll just, I'll, I'll name him. <laughs> His name's Brian. I met him when I was in college and he went to school to in Bentley in Boston. Oh, okay. So I would go down there and then out of college, I lived there and um, I started filming fitness videos for YouTube and I was a master trainer at Boston Sports Club. I loved it. And um, I started blogging when blogging was like, you know, even everyone was like, what do you mean blog? Like, what is that word? It's so <laughs> totally. funny. It's so weird. Aging myself. And then uh, he got a job offer to either go to Chicago or um, LA. I mean, oh, so wow. I love Chicago. And if I ever lived anywhere and felt like home, it would probably be that because it's very similar mm-hmm. to Boston. And um, I just, I love it there. But I was like, okay, California would be amazing because I'm filming fitness videos on the Charles River, like <laughs> dirty water in Boston <laughs> and pretending it was the beach. We would actually use like a green screen. No, you and, wouldn't. And pretend that we're on the beach in Boston and filming videos. So I was like, oh, I could do fitness in California. And kind of everyone told me there's too much uh, saturation and fitness in California. You're going to fail. Don't do it. A lot of discouragement. And so I think listening to outside voices and people that are negative about what you want to do for your dreams, you just shouldn't listen. <laughs> and yeah. I just knew there was something. And when I came out, I was working at uh, Equinox and I saw, uh, I don't have any girlfriends here yet. And I was like, you know, asking my boyfriend, oh, how do these shoes look or things like that. He's like, you really need to meet some friends. <laughs> and <laughs> and I saw Karina coming into the gym. She was coming in like on a Friday night Riding the bike. Every night. Yeah, every night. I had just gone through a breakup and he got most of the friends in it because we had been together for almost seven years. Isn't that fucked up when that happens? That's really sad when that happens. So I I was like, Friday night, I guess I'll go read a book again on the recumbent (laughs) bike. (laughs) But that was my thing and I loved it. And so I was actually, um, yeah. And then I was stretching one day and Katrina's there and she comes over and introduces herself. And no she goes, way. Well, she doesn't know. Like I was watching her from afar for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a few <laughs> weeks. <laughs> but I, yeah. And I was like, this is perfect. Cause she's, I mean, she obviously has nothing else to do. And so <laughs> I told, Thank you. Thank I'm like, she's here like, on a Friday night <laughs> riding a bike. I'm like this, she's going to be my friend. Um, but it's really cool because as soon as I started talking to her, it was really neat because she had been, um, blogging. She had a website. She was traveling for uh, fitness um, modeling and she was doing triathlon. I'm just going to tell you a story. Go for it. (laughs) She was a host and (laughs) We both had this, you know, our own world of fitness in two different realms, but 
we we were yeah. passionate about fitness and we started hanging out together after running into each other at the grocery store out here on the strand which is the path on the beach here and just realizing we had so much in common and a passion for fitness and why we got into fitness mm-hmm. um two different stories but fitness changed both of our lives and two different dynamic ways and we were like we need to let women know that living a healthy life and being healthy can transform you, transform your mood and your lifestyle. And you don't have to be too serious. And we wanted mm-hmm. to create a community together. And we were like, let's let's work together. There let's was, move in together. There were no <laughs> communities for women that were positive for fitness. There was nothing. And there was no way to meet other girls through fitness in a positive way. It was very much like wear your headphones, go into the gym, maybe like lift some weights. I don't know. But it wasn't very, it was like social fitness wasn't a thing and positive fitness wasn't a thing. And then if you were working with a trainer, you couldn't go home that night and have a glass of wine or two and that'd be okay either. Like we're we're the first trainer to tell you like, eat what you want, drink, have wine, have fun and come in and crush your workout tomorrow and don't feel guilty about it. Mm. So all about the balance. It's crazy yeah. about the blog, the blog vlog thing too, that people at that point were telling you it's too saturated. Oh, I guess in California as a fitness instructor. Well, just fitness in general. Yeah. yeah. But that's, yeah. it seems like now, you know, it's, oh, I guess then I'm doing the same thing as being like, now it's saturated. You know, you just yeah. always look back and don't think that. I think at the time too, when I was telling, I had, I had to actually, I love all my clients in Boston, but I did have to let over a hundred people know. And then the hundreds of people that would come to my class know that I was leaving. And so, you know, I got a lot of support. I still talk with some clients and, you know, the, the voices though, that tell you those things you'll never forget. You never forget the people that support you, but you'll never forget like that one person that's just like, you'll be back. You won't make it out there. And you're like, wow, I can't believe that someone actually said that to me. And I know who they are. And sometimes they think they're helping you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you know like, what I mean? Oh, you'll be back. Ha ha. So that was weird. <laughs> but I, I think I don't think they're they think they're helping you. I think they mm. probably were a little probably didn't jealous get the opportunity yeah. to in a little yeah. way. Yeah. And they want to be that person that yeah. goes and really mm. goes for their dreams and isn't hesitating. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people you don't do that. Yeah. Mm. And if it's not if it's not jealousy too, it's like if someone doesn't believe in themselves, then they're not gonna believe that you can achieve something. Yeah. So when you talk to someone who's very um self-doubt doesn't think that they can achieve something or it's like so out of their perception of what's actually capable, then then they won't ever, ever think that that's an option for you. Mm. Um, but I think that that's the coolest part is that Karina and I know that anything is possible. And we're like, oh, so. I was going to say, we like to take risk. I think you're yeah. much better risk taker now. I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I took a risk. I came out here. Yeah, I took a risk and talked to yeah. you. Yeah. I'm like a more play it safe gal in this relationship and then Karina's like fuck it let's do it love that <laughs> yeah how is it how, like describe like kind of the the balancing out in your relationship because I think we have that too where mm-hmm. I, I think because you guys are so different that's why part of the reason why you've been so successful like what other aspects of your relationship just work so well she's the chef <laughs> oh yeah I yeah. used to cook for her and her boyfriend when I lived oh, oh my god, god. I love that he still doesn't have a name like we and tried boyfriend. to name oh, we tried Brian, to name him Brian. we're gonna start calling him Brian, Brian. <laughs> poor guy baby daddy yeah yeah make sure call him daddy I think what Karina and I bring to the table together is so much 
it's that it's the yin and the yang. It's it wouldn't exist if there weren't both parts. We know exactly how to boost each other and bring each other up and empower each other. And she empowers me and I empower her and the things that we could have ever, ever like dreamt of doing on our own, we needed that other person to boost us. So it's like, it's actually such a perfect, perfect partnership, perfect friendship, perfect lifetime. What are we? Yeah, without our two very (laughs) dynamic personalities, I don't think that anyone else could have built a community like Tone It Up, but that's what you need. And we are representative of, representatives of all the different types of women. but yeah, even building the business together and our different strengths that we all we both had, I, I, it was almost it was a gift from God that mm-hmm. we met because we were able to create this community that so many women benefit from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when we look around, I mean, you saw mm-hmm. our office and everyone that works here. It's really cool because we can tell everyone that works here we've had your job. So Karina and I starting Tone It Up, we've had every single person's job here. So when they're having a tough day or they're going through something or they're problem solving, trying to figure something out, had that job Mm -hmm. and we can relate to them. So our, uh, the amount of empathy that we have here, the amount of leadership that I I, I actually said yesterday, it's like the the, 10 year MBA, just (laughs) growing Tone It Up here. It's been crazy. And so learning everything and then being able to teach it and then hiring people that are smarter than you at those things and saying, I was figuring it out for a while. Like I was doing our graphics for a while. I should not be doing that. <laughs> so um, I was doing yeah. our accounting for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I should not be doing that. No. <laughs> I'm kind of doing so. that now. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, it's yeah, what is, I'm like using Venmo and like yeah. shit for it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. Karina's so cute too because she used to sit in our, uh, our, our living room. <laughs> our living room. <laughs> and she would manually send every everyone, our Tone It Up Nutrition Program, which we still have wow. our Tone It Up Nutrition Program. Sure, so these, yeah. these products we still have. And um, it's kind of cool knowing that the evolution of that and that the fact that she used to sit there and manually send it to everyone. But now if you if you get it, you get it right away. Like you don't have to wait mm-hmm. for Karina to wake up There's in the morning. <laughs> so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it's really cool and knowing where we started and all the work that has gone into it and the sacrifices and all of it. And I don't know. It's just, it's really neat to reflect and look back. Yeah. I think the other thing besides us having like our un- individual unique qualities is the thing that we do have in common is uh, non-judgment mm. towards women or ourselves and not being competitive because yeah. two women coming together like yourselves, yeah. creating this community or just working mm-hmm. together and not being competitive. You can't do that unless you you don't judge and you don't compete. Yeah, that's a really good point. Have you guys always been that way or did you have to like learn that? Were there periods in time in your life when you maybe felt yourself being competitive with one another or were like, was it always just like smooth sailing in your relationship where you understood how to like communicate and that you did have your roles and balances or were there ever times where you guys had to like level set again and be like, okay, this is what's working for me. This is what's not. We've had like conversations where we each hit a breaking point where we're like, not sure if I can handle this workload anymore. Mm. I need help. And that's where we help each other figure it out. Mm. But we've never had that conversation where like what we're doing together isn't working, Mm, which is really good. But I think the, the innate girls girl wanting to boost the women around us 
team player and never competitive. That's just something that's that's in us and mm-hmm. has always been in us. Mm-hmm. And and even our different backgrounds. And we both were very successful in our own right. And then coming together and sharing that success together mm-hmm. and not being competitive about it. And just being so open with relationships we had and, you know, knowledge that we've had and just really taking everything that we've learned and bringing it together. And I think that was yeah. the power of it all. That reminds mm-hmm. me too. We both had someone from both of our past call us mm-hmm. um, about uh, eight, probably eight months into us working with each other. And it was a similar phone call. And the phone call, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yay. <laughs> um, was, I cannot believe you are taking your successful career that you have. I mean, mind you, this is, yes, we had successful careers so far, but this was nine years ago. That wasn't the end. Like world domination, let's go. Mm -hmm. So I cannot believe you're sharing your success right now with someone else and you just met her. And I'm sure you guys experienced that too. No, but I know the mentality. Like I feel like there's a generation a little, like my parents' generation Mm -hmm. might think like, you should do it yourself and you should do whatever. I haven't Mm -hmm. had that with this, but Mm -hmm. I'm like nodding because I I feel that. But it's also then, isn't it so nice that you guys get to share your successes and your failures Mm -hmm. together. It's the best. And travel together. The collective energy too. Like vibrationally, like I wouldn't be able to do this. You know, it's just so much. Yeah. Like it was so much. And like you guys too, like our relationship sets the precedence for the women in our community too. Like the way I support her, the way she supports me, the way like we interact really like is an example for the women that we interact with as well. Yeah. Which is so important. Totally. And it it started with that. It started with, hell yeah, I'm going to share this because do you know what she's sharing with me? Do you know that she brings so much to this too? And not only that, but we don't ever have to be alone ever again. <laughs> we get to do this together. Yeah. And so we both had the same conversation with two separate people. And again, you never, you, I mean, you never forget that. Um, so if anyone's listening right now that someone's telling you that you can't, but you feel it inside that you can, like you absolutely can. When you yeah. believe, when you believe in something and you have a message to share and you know that you can share it, do it and don't listen to any, any doubt or anything that, comes to you and a parent parental even does your yeah, I did, thing. yeah I feel like <laughs> sometimes like parents hover in a way that they don't see the bigger picture you know they just kind of think about their child and like not think of the you know my parents are my mom is in another case but my dad's like oh wow so people like know what you're doing and like there's a community a community, you know, like to them, they're very like, you do it yourself and you get, you know, you, Mm. you gain that success on your own. So Mm. it's like, it's beautiful to kind of like bring them in and be like, yes, Mm -hmm. this is much bigger than me. I always say when my parents would get nervous about what I was doing, cause they, they've been our, my, our number one supporters and my number one supporters when, whenever they were like, okay, so are you going to get a real job or anything like that? Like (laughs) along the way, there was a lot of struggles. And obviously it's safe to go to a big corporation or something where you get all the, like the package deal or whatever. But I'm like, you did this. You showed me work ethic. You showed mm. me, my mom's very entrepreneurial. My dad's work ethic is amazing. And so um, Karina can say same, same thing about her father. It's like, at first they get a little nervous about moving to California or a little nervous about this or that. It's just a protective mode. And then when they see you flourishing, you can actually just say, you, you're you actually the one that inspired me to do this. So. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good yeah. one. 
put it on them. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was saying too, like also for parents or other people, and especially for you guys, is you guys are, did something that no one else has done before. Yeah. You guys like really did focus on the community early on. You guys did something together as two women. You guys really were ahead of the curve of creating the app, of creating the products, like of creating just like the content, like all that you've done is like no one has really done before. So it's hard to explain and have understanding from people when they don't have an example to look upon. Yeah. We were uh, the first, we're the first fitness duo. Mm -hmm. A lot of what we did together was a first. And so, you know, everyone asked like, who are your mentors or who do you look up to? And we're like, we just were inspired. We had a message to share and something we wanted to do and something we were passionate about. And we just followed it you know, cherish that. Yeah. I love that. When did the community start to form? Like what were your first like goosebump moments when you're like, oh my God, this is so much bigger. Yeah. I was just going to say the same thing. (laughs) So it was, uh, we were in New York because we were working with Oakley at the time. They were one of my past, like through triathlon working with them. And then we were, did a campaign when we first started Tone It Up. That's an example. She yep. had Oakley as a client wow. for a while as a model. And then all of a sudden I was posted up on every... Billboard. And- bill- well, you were wow. on billboards. I never, I never got on billboards. <laughs> <laughs> but I, went, I went to them and I said, yeah. hey, starting this company, Tone It Up. We yeah. want to be sponsored by you, you not just me anymore. There's both of yeah. us. And and cool. I, I would say that was like a big... Yeah. Uh, Remember when we were both in the ads? And my mom was checking out of the grocery store and we were like on the back covers of like fitness magazine and like... In style. And my mom told the cashier that... She was like, this is my daughter, but it was really me. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, these are, these are both my daughters. And she's like, I know it was a stretch, but I'm just so proud. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, that's an example of sharing, you know? Yeah. It's like, there's no... Yes. Just means success for more or more mm-hmm. success. Yeah. But even back then working with Oakley and then we personally reached out to Self Magazine to um, pitch ourselves because oh, yeah. we didn't have a PR Megan agency Murphy, at the time. Megan Murphy, who's now the editor-in-chief of Good Good Housekeeping. Wow. Um, she's brilliant and amazing, but I, I got a hold of her and then I had a phone call with her. And then the whole time I was talking, she thought I was our publicist, remember? Yeah. At the end, she's just like, all right, well, when when would we like to shoot Karenic Train? I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm... I am her. She's like, oh yeah, this whole time, you're so good on the phone. I thought you were like their publicist. You're talking about covers. I'm like, I'm just <laughs> going just, all in. Just <laughs> we literally just started. <laughs> it happened eventually. But anyway. So we wow. had um, an event. It was our first meetup in Times Square um, at the Oakley store. And we were so nervous because it was probably a year, year and a half into Tone It Up. And... We are like, okay, we're going to put this on social media, which social media, even, even back then, like Instagram had just started. I don't even think we were on Instagram yet. Oh, wow. Like Instagram Twitter did not exist. Facebook and YouTube. We're 85 for anyone listening. Oh, <laughs> easy. <laughs> but, you know, we went, we, we were so nervous. We're like, we're having this meetup and no one's going to show up. And then we get to the store and we get out of the taxi. I don't even know if there was Uber at the time. <laughs> And uh, there's a line wrapped around the block with hundreds of people, of women. And we were like, wow. Well, at first we were like, what's going on here? Where's our event? event? Yeah. (laughs) And then we realized they're all part of the community. And we just went and we walked through, went in a dressing room and just like sat down. We're like, wait, really? Like Mm. just having that many women already being impacted and created this community that we dreamed of was actually happening. And it was from the beginning, women coming to share their story 
about how fitness has helped them um, recover from anything. And it just started from there. And we're like, okay, that gave us that extra boost. Like, okay, we're doing something right. Mm. Keep going, keep going. We weren't, you know, financially, we weren't. <laughs> I think we were bad. I mean, we were bad. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> yeah. But we were inspiring and that was the number one goal. So mm. we were just following our passion and... Yeah. You guys like yeah. get out of the cab. You're like, Kim, what are you guys get this cab? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, our, our first bank account when we started Tone It Up, we each had to come up with $50. And because yeah. we, we started Tone It Up and then we kind of quit our day job because we were so focused and we didn't have time to do what we each were doing, mm. you know, um, with training personal clients or what I was doing and like hosting and triathlon and uh, the fitness modeling. We just, we stopped and we stayed home and we we worked every day. And so we lived off of our savings and eventually that, left, mm-hmm. that went away. I did. I asked my mom for my dad for Yeah, a little just little one month. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one month. I'll never forget it. Um, <laughs> I'm like, it's your fault. Um, just blame them. Um, <laughs> uh, we also had some other aha moments too. I think obviously tone it up is about working out. It's so much more than squats and mm-hmm. anything like that though. It's really the connection that you have with women and through fitness and respecting your body and positive self-talk and connecting with women wherever it is. And um, when we started seeing girls in each other's weddings that met through tone it up, um, getting together. Remember the, um, we used to do the random phone calls and we called, we would just choose someone that we could see that was on Twitter um, again, Instagram was not a thing. Um, if they were on Twitter and then we would check our system to see if we had their phone number, because if they entered in their phone number, if they bought the nutrition plan or something. Which I don't think is and legal for us. Yeah, to it's probably. Sure yeah. We've done, they're like, never call me again. Done some questionable stuff. So, um, and then we called the, we would call them and be like, hi, it's going to get you. And just, we would film it and we put it on YouTube later. And oh, it was just so like a surprise smart. phone call. We had like a wild, what was it? Wild Wednesday phone call or something, something like that. Yeah. Um, and we called these girls and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm with you know, 15 other Tone It Up girls in Chicago right now. We're getting together. We're doing a race tomorrow. We're out for drinks tonight. Ha ha. Who knows if we're going to make the race tomorrow, like all this stuff. And I was like, you know, the coolest part about this is that we didn't get invited. It's so yep. much bigger than us now. It was like, that, all yeah. the time. that was so cool. That is amazing. That was like a moment. I mean, we had FOMO. We were like, why, didn't, why aren't we going? But <laughs> for a moment, you're like, cool, but like, what? <laughs> Can we come? Um, but that's when we realized it was, Tone It Up is so much more than the two of us. It is this beautiful, flourishing community that continues to feed each other's lives with um, just fulfillment of female friendship, empowerment, and positivity. Mm. Was your relationship with other women always kind of that Mm. feeling or not? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I've always had really, really strong female relationships Mm. in my life. And Um, A lot of our girlfriends I've known for 16 years. The joke is though, like if once you're in my life, like now you girls are, I mean, you're screwed. You're not going to be let out. (laughs) We're like, come to the birth. (laughs) Oh my God, should we podcast the birth? Um, I don't really, I, I, I call it loyalty, but it's also like a little bit, I, I really love to foster relationships and um, live this life with really good people that mm. we meet. So, yeah. including mm. Karina. Oh, I would say my my girlfriend relationships. I've had really great ones, and I've had some falling outs. Um, I don't. I would say my female. I wasn't raised with a strong female relationship from mm. a 
mom perspective. So it was definitely, you know, something I cherish and I love my friendships, but I keep them, you know, narrow and what is it? Narrow, deep, narrow, deep. No, you don't. No, that's not narrow and deep. It's like, (laughs) wait, yes, yes, narrow and we go real deep together. Wide and narrow and deep. But I know exactly what I know exactly what you mean. Um, and there was something you talked about earlier, like at the beginning of the story when we kind of went a little off track, where you talked about um, I think you guys each had an instance that kind of set you on to fitness or like a situation or something. Can you guys talk about those? Yeah. I started with fitness watching my mom work out to like Jane Fonda VHS tapes when mm. I was a little girl. And actually my first grade project, I created my first fitness video. So I always was very passionate. I was like, I want to do That's that one amazing. day. And I ran my first half marathon when I was 12. I Whoa. did it with my dad and I was very active loved fitness. It made me happy and I felt accomplished. And then um, when I was 12, my mom was disappeared and it was a whole thing. She ended up uh, being diagnosed with schizophrenia. Mm. And so my whole like teenage years to my early twenties was filled with like depression and um, not taking care of my body and drugs and just everything was downhill. And so finally at, uh, 21, maybe 21, 22, I had this like aha moment of, I am going to die like this. Like, I can't live like this. And um, I decided to make a change. So I stopped it all. I went to therapy, read every self-help book. And I said, what, I actually thought back in my head, like, what made me happy? Like, I remember one time in my life, Mm. I was happy. And I was like, ah, I was running. Mm. So... I decided to sign up for a triathlon and train for it and actually do it and finally accomplish something. Cause I thought, you know, I'd always end up like my mom and I was so down on myself. Mm -hmm. And so then doing that triathlon made me realize that I can do something that I set my mind to. And also it made me feel really good. So that's how I got into triathlon and back into, it's like, okay, I always wanted to be a personal trainer go do it. So I just like really worked on myself that way. And just, you know, fitness helped me. It became my therapy. Running was my therapy, you know, being on the bike, challenging myself to do a half Ironman, anything that would like made me uncomfortable. It it really did save me. Mm, Thank you for sharing. Wow. That was so She made me do a triathlon too. It was really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I I breaststroke. Is it called breast? Breast Breaststroke. That's a breaststroke. Swimming is a thing. Yeah. I mean, I was scared. It was in Malibu in the ocean. Oh, in the ocean? Mm-hmm. I did an ocean oh. swim recently. I was yeah. like, wow, mad respect. <laughs> that was a yeah. It was mad really, respect to everyone the water was does. so clear oh, and you I've could definitely. actually see how deep it was. Really? And, and I was like so afraid to, like I kept looking down every <laughs> single time. I someone would kick me in the face. Oh, that happens. Oh, they do. They yeah. like, oh, I've been in the water and they're like so aggressive, yeah. like pulling you down, yeah. kicking you back. This is not a competition or is it? Like, yeah, I don't right. know. It is. You, okay, I guess. you need to tone it up triathlon and everyone's yeah. really nice yeah. and supportive. Like, everyone pushes each other. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Or we've, we have our Rose 5Ks. We need to get those back on. But before we did a triathlon together, Karina was like, you really need to like calm down before you get in the water because everyone runs in the water and their heart, heart is racing and then you're swimming and then you're almost going to drown. I was like, okay, yeah totally cool got this ran into the water and I was like I'm drowning (laughs) total panic attack the first time I went in for my first race total panic attack in the water yeah and you warned me I told you 
yeah, it was hard. And then I started floating on my back. People were swimming over me. And I was like, ah. Like, I was I'm like, chilling. I'm looking at Karina. I'm, I'm like, go die. without me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is it. I was like, she was right. But I started in, uh, in fitness. I think I, I always wanted to be active. I always wanted to be doing sports, but that was never me. Uh, like through elementary school, I saw the girls doing that. Um, and I just didn't think that I could do that. And if I'm out of breath, I'm just extremely pregnant. I'm not sure if we've mentioned that yet, but I'm like literally nine months pregnant. We're doing and there's, squats this there, one. Yeah, there's there's no like space here. for my lungs. It's so oh, crazy. I know. I, I there's no space for that. my lungs. Oh my gosh. I can imagine. So I'm like, I'm just out of breath sitting here. Um, and I have indigestion. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I was the heaviest girl in my class and it was about, you know, fifth and sixth grade. And I, I knew I was heavier. I knew that I was different. And I had a couple friends, like a neighbor that I grew up next to. And then I had someone else that, that was a neighbor that homeschooled. And she, I mean, she was no judgment. And um, But it was tough. And I think that we all get teased. Karina got teased in school. Everyone at some point gets bullied, no matter what. No matter, like... It, even if you're the most popular girl in school, you will get bullied. Um, so it wasn't that my story was any different than anyone else's because I went through it. But I think that I just dealt with a lot of words that were really hurtful. And so I went home to my parents who are, again, still so supportive. Never said that I was heavy. Long story short, went to like a outing with my dad and it was at a race car track and I won it was like $500 because I bet on car number one because of course number one's going to be number one, right? <laughs> I mean, that was like my thinking. It was the underdog. It was this car that wasn't supposed to win. So everyone in the entire suite that we were at this race car thing um, and my dad was like, what do you want? And I was like, I'd really love a treadmill because I need to lose weight. My dad was mortified. Oh. And that was the first time they had heard me say that. And he's like, what's going on? I was like, I'm getting teased. He was so... I mean, that I didn't ask for some something else, like a trip to the mall or something you with know. my friends, not knowing how, like how much things cost. So he actually built a little gym in our, um, in our basement and he got everything. I mean, we had like a little stair stepper. He got the whole works, oh. which was, and he did mirrors and he did like a stereo system. And so I used to just tear out workouts out of like, mm. you know, fitness. What were the magazines? Like Fitness RX too. Mm. Like it was like a lot of different oxygen, oxygen oh, yeah. magazine. Wow. And so I had a bench. I felt really like empowered with mm. like doing bench press and stuff. And so um, I started working out and then I joined the track team in middle school. Did not continue high school. I'm a terrible runner, <laughs> but it was fun. And then I found a love for tennis, which I had played a little bit of tennis um, growing up. So, and I loved that. And I loved the team mentality too. I loved playing doubles and I loved my whole tennis team and rooting each other on. The whole female relationship too mm. with tennis was really great. And so in high school, see I'm out of breath, um, I would work out at the gym every single day. I wouldn't like it. Like I was like, I have to go and do this for myself before my day begins. And that was just part of my routine and I loved it. And so when I was deciding what to go to school, um, to college for, um, I decided health science and nutrition. And that's what, that's kind of wow. like what got me started. But you know, it's you like- You were lifting before, you were a visionary. 
<laughs> well, if you like, think so, the, the yeah, <laughs> it was um, it was cool because like I think at the time it, it was Oxygen magazine too that had like do this on the cable machine. I would mm-hmm. be setting up the cable machine at like sixteen years old, and there'd be <gasps> these big guys in the gym. But I, that was that was what I wanted to do, and I wanted to be educated on that and help other women. So, and then I when I went to college, I started teaching fitness classes, mm-hmm. and that. That's wow. that's how I got into it. But what has being like so close to your community taught you about like yourselves, and also I, like that, and and to like your relationship with your body? Because sometimes, mm-hmm. like, if I'm able to kind of see people, I can see myself in them, and then kind of reflect on kind of what I'm going through at the same time. Has that happened for you? Yeah, I would say. Even in the beginning of Tone It Up, I remember when we used to live together, I would be like, all right, we're a health and fitness brand. And back then, I, my mind, you know, 10 years ago thought so different. I was like, we have something to represent. And I was actually ashamed of my past. Mm. And I would say that meeting our community and hearing their stories and women opening up about it really opened me up to even wanting to talk about it more. Mm. And, yeah. you know, realizing like, we're, you're not alone in your story. Like everyone's experienced that. And the more that women talk about it, the more that we can heal. And so I definitely have learned that from the community. Mm. That's beautiful. I love that. Me too. I've seen that too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you step into that, you know, you step into your experience and you then have like a pride in your experience instead of like a shame around it. Mm-hmm. And when I share something that is deeper, I mean, you know, maybe I feel shameful about and to have people reflect and even be grateful that I shared something like that means everything. And I can remember in my life, you know, influencers or mentors or whatever have shared something. I'm like, oh my, and it just, I'm like, I can't believe they shared that. You know, and it, it like sticks with me. I'm like, that is like strength to like stand in whatever you've like been through. So mm-hmm. that is like beautiful. You guys, well, it's just, it's really nice. You know, we're kind of in our little cave up in LA and and doing what we're doing. And it's just really nice to connect with other female best friend entrepreneurs who Mm -hmm. are doing something that's so much bigger than them, but also maintaining a really beautiful relationship, Mm -hmm. you know? You would definitely, that's the other thing is that, if anyone's listening that wants to work with their best girlfriends or um, even their husband or anything like that, is it's so important to have that time too and just be friends. So Crane and I, not even like we don't even plan it. Like if we if we go away, remember we went to Costa Rica. That was like the first time we actually realized We're going it. To Costa Rica, you That's are. Weird. Where'd you guys stay? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Our friends got married there. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, but we realized we were there for like five or six days. We didn't talk about work once. Wow. And so, and if we go away, um, we just went to Palm Springs for Girls Weekend. I I mean, I'm going to be really creepy and say I saw you there. (laughs) Oh, you did. I saw you getting coffee, and I didn't want to bubble. (gasps) But I was like, Oh my god! I know. Uh, But like, I was like, vacay. I was on my own solo vacay. I was like. I see you. You're doing a vacay. You're but yes, so cute. <laughs> but we're able to go and not, and really just not talk about work. And then I obviously, I work with my best friend and then I also work with my husband. And so we go home. We have those nights where I'm like, okay, we gotta, mm-hmm. we gotta turn this off and just have mm-hmm. dinner. But um, mm-hmm. it's really, really important that even though you work together, that you still make time to connect outside of those office hours and connect as friends because sometimes you go too long and, 
Like at one point, Karina and I hadn't gone to dinner together in like six months. And I mean, we just, we needed it. Mm. And you don't really realize that you need it. Mm -hmm. So just make sure that you plan your little date nights. Pencil Mm. it in. That's why I make her sleep with me every time we travel. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, try. <laughs> Katrina is like, hey, wants to share it. a bed, share a hotel Same. room. I like sharing beds. I'm yeah. like, no. Not Same anymore. Get your own room. room. I'm, I'm happy to, but I'm she like, does. if we could get to, sure. <laughs> I love no. it. Like, mm-hmm. Karina won't let me. She literally will like book two different rooms and then she's like I checking don't. in and she will, she'll tell them like, don't say my room number out loud. And I'm like, because <laughs> oh. she's known to show up and like crawl in my bed. Bed. And I'm like, no. And I'm such the type that like, I need my space. Like after a long day, like quiet time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Me too. That's me. When he's saying I'm loud. Is that, what, do you, what do you guys do about like being on all the time? And you know, like you guys put out so much content. You guys are always on camera, always in video. Like how do you, I guess it's part of your normal day today, but do you ever have days where you're like, I don't want to be on camera or, you know what I mean? How do you like manage that? Of course. Yeah. yeah we're not on camera all the time. I guess that's I mean, with content. Our, you'd always like, it's distributed and you always think it's always. Yeah. You know, our schedule is balanced. I mm. mean, our schedule is different every day. Yeah. I would say like managing being on all the time. A good example would be going on tour, which you both were on mm-hmm. tour and I'm sure that was like a crazy time just traveling and yeah. being in front of all those women and mm-hmm. meeting everyone. But we learned, like we planned ahead of time. Okay. What do we need while going on a 15 city tour over 30 days? We're on. We love meeting our community. When we're on the airplane, we learn how to eye oh, mask, yeah. headphones, quiet time, like yeah. soothing music. Just because mm-hmm. your you know sensory yes. overload can really wear you down. Mm-hmm. So every morning, um, meditating before going on stage, just having the quiet time, even before going on stage to teach a workout, having a quiet time where everyone leaves the room for us, and you know we want to be able to conserve our energy and be able to give our all. So we have like little moments that Mm. we make sure to set aside. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Out of 15 cities too, I really truly believe. And we, one of our friends, it's a musician, Kelly James. He told us to, although the the flying is really chaotic and you have so many different things going on in an airport. If he's like, if you can zone out and have headphones Mm. on and just kind of use that travel time as your downtime. And like when you go to your hotel room, that that helped us a lot because we were able to like be in our zone. Every single city, we were able to give a hundred percent or more of ourselves and meet every single person. And where we were, I think that was the most proud thing that we were. It's like there wasn't one city that we were tired. If anything, we were more energized. Mm, yeah. It was really good. But just learning to listen to what your body needs and what your mind needs and give it to yourself and yeah. give yourself permission for that downtime that you need. And there are times where we actually don't want to be in a bikini. Oh, yeah. get out. <laughs> Tell me more about that. Because they're wearing bikinis now. It's crazy. We yeah, try not, not to look. I'm yeah. nine months pregnant uh, and not looking forward to the bikini right now, but I am after. Um, we Yeah, there's times that we actually don't really feel like filming a fitness video and we have our days and we have our days where we don't want to put on a bikini or it's that time of the month or mm-hmm. anything like that. So we're totally... Like in reference to that too, like there are times where mm. we're just like, wow, mm. today's just not But then day. we love what we do and yeah. we just yeah. do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do Karina's it. about to film yeah, next, next week. week. You get off because you're going to be giving birth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> true. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I know you girls walked in. You're like, what are you doing? I'm like, today. Oh my gosh. You guys should see her. She's a little peanut. Peanut about no. to pop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, what wild. is it? I, I'm curious. Um, so you've been doing this about 10 years. Lots of life changes, relationship mm. changes, baby coming. So how has that like influenced um, and inspired you in your business, but also how have you managed to kind of shift things around to just allow for that other aspect of your life to kind of grow and expand? Mm. That's always a learning experience too. Yeah. I know. You know what's cool though is... You're married, right? Yeah. I'm or engaged. Okay. I'm married. married. Um, She's I'm, like married. I, I, I see the ring. My husband went to college with her husband. I know. I was going to say, I'm like, this must just work so freaking well. Oh. When she was living or when we were living upstairs and like it was... Bobby, who she was dating below us, who went to high school with his roommate. And then my brother was working with us as a videographer. And then, you know, everyone knew everyone. When people come over and then we would start introducing, they're like, you guys are like a friends episode. Like, this is sick. It's this like, is weird. Yeah. yeah was cool. So then, yeah. So Bobby, <laughs> my now husband, moved in below us the day we started filming a reality TV show for Bravo. Poor guy. And he was like, what is going on? And I wasn't close with him at the time. I had just like Facebook messaged him saying, hey, I heard you were looking for a new apartment in Manhattan Beach. And, you know, my neighbor's moving out. You should move in below. And he ended up moving in below. And within... A few days, we- <laughs> a few hours. Should I sing it after he's done oh. moving? So you didn't have this to is, help. You're yeah. like, wow. This was my song to them. Uh, my maid of honor speech was actually a song. I just sang, "Knock three times on the ceiling if you want me." <laughs> was it twice That's on amazing. the clock? Clock. Uh, oh no! no, 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 no it was something I changed. I don't know anything. Twice on the pump if you want me to bring skunk or something. Remember, I don't know. That's my Pomeranian. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. Um, okay, this is my last question. Then I'm going to talk about like the future. Um, growing your team. So who was like the first couple hires you had? And like, what has that been like to grow? You know, you guys have a big team. Yeah. He's still here. So I know. <laughs> He's been with us seven years. Who? Brian McCrone. So we finally realized... Brilliant. He's amazing. Yeah. We finally realized like we needed help. It was the hours were consuming and we're like, well, we don't even know what we need help doing because we're so used to doing it ourselves. But we went on Craigslist. (laughs) Perfect. Best thing ever. And interviewed a few people and Brian had... A few? We had like a casting call. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. We had like some very unique... Turn and dip. (laughs) Unique individuals. We met them at the courtyard here at the Met Locks in Manhattan Beach. And it was, oh yeah, we, it's a lot. Do you remember the two guys that like, we were so scared. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure that was like a guy's dream. Like if I, if I saw them today, I would recognize them because that's how much they scared me. (laughs) But like, I thought that, I think that they thought it was like some kind of drug exchange or something. Like we're like, no, we're literally offering a job, nothing else. (laughs) Yes. This is like, tone it up. An actual job. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it was as an assistant. We didn't really know what you were going to be doing yet. We just needed help. And so Brian shows up, nicest guy, just moved mm-hmm. here from Ohio. And we're like, we like him. Mm-hmm. Let's hire him. And he started working at my dining room table. 
And he's now our uh, director of operations, been with mm-hmm. us seven years. He knows everything about the brand. He's like the go-to guy. Mm-hmm. He's wow. the best. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like he knows us more than we know ourselves. <laughs> he's amazing. I love that he's been with you guys so long. Yeah, I, he's so good. And uh, I actually remember we were on our way to go film with Jane Fonda and we called him from your truck. Mm-hmm. And we called him on speaker and offered him the job, and he sounded so excited. Aww. And we hung up the phone. And we're like, "Do you think that he's like going to show up on Monday?" <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Oh, <laughs> and I actually didn't sleep the night before. I'm like, "We have our first employee. Like, what do I do with him?" <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, like on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and we were we were renovating a fitness studio that was 400 square feet, but uh, Brian. I'll call him by name. Brian, my husband, mm-hmm. was putting down wood floors, putting up mirrors and doing all this stuff. And uh, so Lacrone first was working in your dining room, but he did say that he went down to the studio to make sure that we weren't bullshitting. Make sure that we were like, because we're like, yeah, we're going to start a fitness studio. We had to close. Wow. <laughs> well, Wait, you closed fitness studio? Yeah, it was too okay, much. I think something bigger yeah. happened. But. Yeah, we realized <laughs> that we could connect with so many more women yeah. Yeah. online wow. and build the community yeah. that way. And so, now we have a studio again. Studio Tone It Up. Yeah, yes. our app. Our app. So good. So, oh, yeah. Do you have it? Yes. Oh my God. Yay. Girl. Um, Girl. And the girls are so sweet and just mm, like yeah, talking fun. before class. Yeah. I feel like I know them. When we were like, developing Studio Tone It Up, we were like, what do we want out of an app? It can't just be moves. It can't just be nutrition. It has to be, what is our community about? And so Crane and I were, um, we're driving to Palm Springs for Coachella. <laughs> there you go. I always remember <laughs> where meeting. we were. When we come up with every single idea, mm. I know exactly where we were. Or I'm like, oh my God, that was when I was in the shower and I called Karina and she was like, oh my God, I had the same dream. She does call me from the shower. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is that water? No. <laughs> like, girl, couldn't wait, waiting for my hair, the, con- the conditioner, but I had to tell you this now. Um, so... What we're talking about? Oh yeah, the app. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're like, it has to be something where women feel connected. And so we don't want anyone working out alone. No one, we don't want you to pop in a workout video that you have downloaded or on YouTube anymore. Mm-hmm. We want you to be able to sign up for a class and we text you. So if you sign up for the next class, which is in uh, 26 minutes, mm-hmm. and I can actually, I'll tell you how many girls are signed up for it. And so when you sign up, we actually send you a reminder and a text reminder that class is coming. So holding you accountable. And then you mm-hmm. can actually see how many girls are in class with you and you're able, so there's 98 girls signed up for class, Whoa. the next class. And so you can see who they are, where they're from, and then you can connect with them, chat with them before class, take the class, and then chat about it after. Actually, you can chat in class too, but hopefully you're just working out. <laughs> and um, and we're adding so many different features, like the live workouts and everything. So you you're you're not alone. Mm. You're doing it, and it's just the the things that we hear too from women that are like, this app has changed my life completely because I feel like I can do this with other other women right now. Mm. So I love that. Yeah. You guys are great. It's the best. Literally. You guys are incredible. So, so much to come. I feel it Mm -hmm. even more. I don't even know how that's possible, but um, I know the new book, Balanced and Beautiful, is out now. What inspired the book? Our Balanced and Beautiful community. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what every woman needs Mm. to just get back on track. I mean, we all, you know, we all have those days where like, oh, I'm out of whack. I need Mm -hmm. something, some kind of guidance. Mm. Um. So was it just yeah. kind of our inspiration and what we do and what it, there's also our community stories mm-hmm. in there and how other I women have that. overcome things and just 
another way to connect with everyone. Yeah. And it's a great thing just to have on your coffee table. You can pick it up anytime. Mm. And each chapter is something that you feel like you may need. So Um, whether it's you want energy or you want inspiration, you want motivation, um, each chapter will kind of give you recipes, workouts, community stories, anything that will kind of give you that boost that you need. Yeah. So it's it's a book that you can pick up over and over. Wow. Yeah. Love it. So good. And what else? What what's coming? What what can people besides be excited baby. about you besides know, baby? Yeah, Isabel. Oh. It's my grandma's name. And this is so wild. Yesterday I found out that my grandma was named after her grandma. So it's a so long we, line. we didn't even know. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm surprised you, I was like wondering if you're gonna say I'm glad you said. I'm excited. Because sometimes people, if they, they're afraid to say, or I've had friends that are afraid to say, yeah, they're afraid of like people's reactions. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. if it's a family name, <laughs> then you can't really, I mean, if it's a name that you come up with yourself, I totally understand mm-hmm. like before it comes and you get the opinions mm-hmm. and that can be a lot. But um, I mean, no one can change my grandmother's name. So it is what it is. So I had no problem doing that. Um, but I do understand if you're waiting because you're like, I don't want anyone to influence this decision. Do you have a lot Um, of um, pregnant women in your community who are like, Yes, we actually, there's like probably 40,000 women right now that are pregnant right now and just going through this journey together. And yeah, there's a lot of support of women that are working on getting pregnant. Mm. So those conversations are happening, which I really think are really important. Mm. Um, And then there's a huge group that are already moms that are helping us. Because we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> well, and oh, nice. You also have the prenatal and postnatal section of the app. Too. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So Thank you. A Karina. lot of women were wondering what workouts <laughs> was, to do. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's a lot in there. I just added two more yesterday. So let me see. Oh, you, you girls will get a kick out of the names of the workouts. Karina, help. <laughs> Karina always helps me with the names of the workouts because she's like, she's like a witty. Placenta so, plank. Oh, that's a good one, right? (laughs) Placenta plank? Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to do a placenta plank to go into labor. Um, Beach baby, Mm. bump and booty, baby and biceps, bump it up instead of tone it up. Cute. Uh, Baby got back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's so many. That's in here. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's what's beautiful about like, oh, you're living your personal life and it mm-hmm. influences your brand in a beautiful way mm-hmm. and really it helps cool. it to grow. That's funny when you have a business and you like, can be like, baby got back. And then it's like, <laughs> baby got back. You know, it's just like <laughs> to like think of something and then just see it there is so fun. Yeah. And you're like, I did that. <laughs> um, well, thank you. Yeah. This so where can, I mean, people joy. know where to connect with you, but yeah. Where remind can people them. connect with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remind them. Oh, uh, tone it up on Instagram. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tone it up.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Karina Dawn on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Katrina A. Scott. I know. I had Instagram. to put an extra A in there. Oh, really? Someone Katrina. Yeah, just buy it. What? Wait, is there someone have it? Yeah. If you own just Katrina tell me Scott, when I buy it. reach out to us. But get it from another <laughs> account because they'll see you and they'll be like $10,000 yeah, million. Like dollars. One million. Help dollars. me. Yeah. Someone out there, help me, please. <laughs> Um, and then uh, really exciting, all of our uh, nutrition products are actually at Target. So you can I actually insane. go into Target, which we're huge Target shoppers How when we incredible. go in there. And we're in every single Target. Um, and we're in the fitness section and then we're in the nutrition section. And then we have some other surprises coming too. Your so protein powder is, is mm-hmm. our favorite. It's crazy. Like mm. it's really hard in LA. Yeah. It's a hard community to, to impress. And you guys 
everyone talks about how good your protein butter Aww. is. That's real. It's it's, it's so delicious and it's so clean. Yeah, that yeah. was actually a, a huge lesson early on is that we were being offered um, sponsorship ads and things like that from companies. And we were looking at the nutrition uh, profile and we couldn't find a protein for women that was a simple, simple ingredients that you could actually pronounce. And so um, we wanted to develop our own. And then um, my boyfriend at the time, he had a full-time job. We actually convinced him to quit it after a while, but he helped us um, develop our own protein and then it's become what it is today. And we're so proud because we can actually say it is the best protein that you can have out there. And I've had it throughout my entire pregnancy. We trust it. We tell all of our girlfriends to have it and we feel proud that we can stand behind something and that we never um, stood behind something that we didn't believe in. Mm. Yeah. That must feel Props. so good. And the bars and the bites. Have you tried the bites? No. Mm-hmm. They're like these little bites. Oh, I think we have it. Oh, they're so look, cute. We got our bags. They have a little sweet bag. <laughs> oh, I actually got a beach bag from you guys, like someone from the team, and I use it all the time. Yeah, it's such a good It made bite. me so, so happy. Good. I have a beach bag now. <laughs> I was using like a... Whole Foods a grocery bag. bag. Yeah. <laughs> like a hobo. But yeah. I was like... <laughs> Every year we have like these bundles and we have these bags that we come out with and I actually for the next the, year, the, use the it as my wine work bag. ones. You guys have the little yeah. wine, mm-hmm. the wine glasses. My boyfriend's like, this is genius. <laughs> so cute. It's like swag ideas. I know, we need to do our own wine next. Yeah. You should. But, no yeah. sugar wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, and even today on Instagram, we're talking about um, just women not being too hard on themselves and the topics mm. that we even talk about on our Toned Up Instagram are, we just really want the conversation to be about women being kind to themselves and things to open up conversations. So we're there all the time chatting and she and I still chat with everyone on Instagram. So yeah, can't Love take that. that over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Thank you guys. You guys are the, the, time, the best. You, you girls are the you. best. Thanks for coming. Yes. I'm on like baby watch. I'm like, I'm watching you and Kelly Levac. I'm just like, when is it <laughs> happening? <laughs> you know? Well, she's like moving right now. And I was like, wow. it would be so cool if I went into labor on this podcast. I know that would be <laughs> awesome. Where I was like, <sighs> oh my Stay God. tuned. <laughs> yes. Gotta go. <laughs> we just like dropped the mics. Yeah. Or wait, you could follow us to the to hospital. The journey. We'll be there. Yeah. We'll be there. We'll be right behind. <laughs> we're, we're thinking about going live in the app while during labor. You should. I think it's mm-hmm. only right. Yeah. Or at least a little sneak peek, you know? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Just like, whoop. <laughs> peekaboo. Are we going live? Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you guys right, so you. much. Thanks All right, so guys. We'll talk to you later. Love you guys. Bye. What would Tone It Up look like if Lindsay and Krista started it? <laughs> Stretch it up. Literally. Walk around the the block. On the beach in (laughs) moo-moos. Like no bikinis in sight. Just moo-moos. I'd be wearing one of those t-shirts with like a spray painted bikini on it. Clothes five times the size of my body. hundred times over with like my head wrap and my tons of sunscreen. (laughs) We would do it way less cool. So thank you ladies for making um, an amazing brand that you do in such a cute, fun, feminine way. And accessible. Oh, yeah. We love you. Everyone can do it. Um, And you've kind of been a, uh, someone that we've looked up to, to Mm -hmm. like as we build our community, truly. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Yeah. And we're so glad that our lovely Tiffany works there and our Mm -hmm. friend Remy on the team work there. We love, you know, your team. You guys have a great team around you. So Thank you so much. So toneitup.com, use the code almost30 to get a discount on Tone It Up products and protein and all of the swag and stuff on the site. 
Um, yeah, and we love them and we're excited to do more things with them in 2019. Cannot wait. Thank you guys so much for listening, for subscribing, rating, or reviewing. As always, it means a lot. Um, it helps us to do all the things. So yeah. we love that. And if you are listening and you are looking at your friend, your best friend or a friend that you have or a business partner and you want to start a podcast. So maybe you saw the Tone It Up Girls build a brand and an empire. Well, a podcast is a great way that you can also build a brand and an empire. It's not scary. Um, we will hold your hand along the way. We will give you every single thing you need with the Your Podcast Pro course and all the Your Podcast Pro templates, resources, everything on yourpodcastpro.com. So Y-O-U-R podcastpro.com. Go to that site and get everything you need to start a podcast. Diggity. Diggity now. Woohoo. All right, y'all. Have a great rest of the week. We love you. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.